Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Cooperation. Can Maryland's next governor expect from state lawmakers? I'm Kate Ryan. A rare third term is coming for D.C.'s mayor, but that doesn't mean no new ideas. At the Wilson Building, I'm John Doman. Hurricane Nicole expected to make landfall along Florida's eastern coast in the next few hours. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Hurricane Nicole is headed for landfall in Florida. It's rain. This is Florida, right? What are you going to do? There's concern that structures compromised from Hurricane Ian won't be able to withstand Nicole. The combined winds and storm surge will contribute to continued beach erosion in areas that have already seen erosion from Hurricane Ian. Nicole is expected to make landfall here on Florida's east coast after midnight, then exit in the Gulf before another landfall in the northern Big Bend region. Cristian Benavides, CBS News, Cocoa Beach, Florida. The fate of Georgia's U.S. Senate seat is yet to be decided. There is one race in our state that is going to be moving to the December 6th runoff. That is the race for the United States Senate between Senator Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger says the runoff election will be held on December 6th. President Biden turning his attention from the midterm elections to the fate of WNBA basketball star Brittany Griner being held in Russia. My intention is to get her home. And uh, we've had a number of discussions so far. And uh, I'm hopeful that now that our election is over, there's a willingness to... Uh, to negotiate more specifically with us. The president spoke hours after Griner's lawyers revealed she was sent to a penal colony to serve her sentence for drug possession. Russia's leader will not attend the upcoming G20 meeting in Bali. The BBC's William Leonardo tells us why. Vladimir Putin's attendance in Bali alongside European leaders as his invasion of Ukraine rages on had long caused disquiet in Western capitals. The G20 summit hosts Indonesia, which pursues a neutral foreign policy, resisted calls to disinvite the Russian president. An innovative way to heat and cool a Glasgow music venue by harvesting the heat from dancers on the dance floor. The heat is transferred from the nightclub then, gets transported out to the community garden. The heat gets transferred into the rocks. Then when we need the heating for something else, at a different time of day or a different part of the venue, we can transfer the heat from the rocks back into the venue. That's Andrew Fleming Brown, the managing director of the nightclub. He says the system is called Body Heat. Paintings and sculptures from the collection of late Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen have been auctioned off for an historic $1 billion. Christie's Auction House says records were set for works by Van Gogh, Cezanne, Klimt, and several others. At the end of the night, on Wednesday, five paintings entered the exclusive club of works of art sold for more than $100 million. This is CBS News. Here's Scott Anderson, a distinguished architect at Verizon Federal on Federal Insights, sponsored by Verizon. Users have specific needs as they do their day-to-day job, as they live within their functional world. That, that reverses how you do everything in your life. That reverses how you you function. And so one of the things that we have, we have a new concept that we brought out a little over a year ago called NAS. Everything's as a service now, and this is the network as a service. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Verizon. WTLP at 103. Thursday morning, 10th of November, 2022. Cloudy, chilly this overnight early morning. Might see some spotty, patchy fog by daybreak. Lows in the 40s. We're at 48 in our nation's capital right now. 
Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Thursday morning ride. Topping the stories we're looking at for you locally in this 1 a.m. hour, we begin with the D.C. Attorney General's office and their plans to make what it calls a major announcement about the Washington Commanders later today, this Thursday. And the announcement of that announcement has the team... Heading back now this morning. In the past, Attorney General Carl Racine has called the allegations of workplace and sexual misconduct inside the commander's organization disturbing and said that his office would look into the claims and others concerning ticket sales practices. Now the AG's office has announced a major announcement concerning the team. After learning about that press conference, a team released a statement criticizing Racine's office, saying it cooperated with the office for nearly a year, and a lawyer with the team even met with the AG this week and was not told of any legal action. The team also accusing Racine of being more concerned with making splashy headlines based on legal offbeat theories than working to make the streets safer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. But late last night, the commander's team president came out with a much softer statement being reported by multiple news outlets this morning jason wright says he spoke with dc police chief robert conti and the team supports the department's work along with the elected officials and safety leaders further says the earlier statement reflects the team's lawyers ongoing frustration with the attorney general's office he says the lawyer's frustration should have been separate from the reference to the shooting of the rookie player the dc attorney general's office tells wtlp it has no additional comment on any of this wtlp at 105 Election 2022 and the future of the large part of our area. Continuing this morning on WTOP, Maryland's governor-elect says it lays out, that is, an ambitious plan. But will he be able to deliver in the end? Democrat Wes Moore's agenda includes big plans for everything from the economy to education. Our Maryland will be more competitive and more equitable. And we're not going to choose between those two things. We can and we will do both. But a governor's plans can face brick walls in Annapolis, depending on whether lawmakers agree with the agenda. Senate President Bill Ferguson says the Democratic-led General Assembly looks forward to collaboration with Moore. I think that we'll be able to pair the skills of experience that the, that the speaker and I bring with the new ideas that uh, Governor-elect Moore will bring. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Meantime, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser cruising to a third term on election Tuesday this week. Now she's outlining what you can expect. The mayor's transition team plans to basically re-interview the cabinet leaders in her administration. Could we do things better here with the organization? Can we tweak this better here? Mayor Muriel Bowser says coming up with a plan to aid the economic recovery of downtown D.C. will be a big priority in a third term. Another big priority is addressing a surge in gun violence. We have to uh, really focus on... On those young people that we know have been involved in violent crime or victims of violent crime. In fact, she held a meeting on youth crime just yesterday. Anything and everything that can work, um, we're going to we're going to implement. At the Wilson Building, John Dome in WTOP News. A double murder conviction. Meantime, turning the page this morning, being thrown out locally, a Fairfax County court. Because, apparently, of juror misconduct in that case. Megan Hargan was found guilty in March of killing her 63-year-old mother, Pamela, and 23-year-old sister, Helen, five years ago in McLean. Evidence showed Hargan made fraudulent wire transfers from her mother's account at the time of the killings. News 4 reports Hargan's defense team learned that a juror conducted an at-home test with a rifle to explore the case and shared the findings with other jurors, constituting juror misconduct. Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney Steve Descano says he'll prepare for a second trial. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. No one knows where this market will go. Things could change tomorrow, next week, or next month. 
At Merrill, we've been here before, and history shows this is the time to stay focused on your future. Because through every market, the bull will always have your back. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do? Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fetter, and Smith Incorporated, registered broker dealer, registered investment advisor, member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corp. Dean Lane on WTOP. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to the morning of hour, November 10th, 2022. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Slower clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. At 108, good morning to Rich Hunter. Uh, good morning, Dean. One of the slowest stretches of roadway right now uh, is on 66 westbound, leaving Fair Lakes headed towards Centerville. Work some begins after Route 50 continues past the Fairfax County Parkway and all the way through 29 in Centerville. You're down to a single right lane to the work zone. They may have had traffic stopped on that work zone, but it does appear to you're moving again. Uh, keep in mind the ramp to go south on 28, exit 53A is blocked, as is the exit to US 29 in Centerville, exit 52. Or, uh, so keep in mind you're being uh, redirected there as a result. Uh, you may want to self-divert early, let's say, at the Fairfax County Parkway to avoid all that stuff. But again, just be careful headed that way. Now, uh, on the eastbound side of 66, as you approach the Prince William Parkway, works in the right lane between 29 and 28 in Centerville. Single left lane gets you by the work there. The exit ramp to go north on 28 toward Dulles. That is blocked once again. Uh, northbound 28 as you head north to 29 up toward I-66. Single left lane gets you by the work. Still haven't gotten word that the ramp from northbound 28 to go east on 66 is closed again like it was last night. So just be prepared. Over in South, South Arlington, Columbia Pike between South Courthouse Road and South Scott Street closed as a result of emergency utility work. Rich Hunter, WTB Traffic. Starting off this Thursday with temperatures in the 40s, it's a mild day for early November as we warm to around 70. Skies cloud up as a storm system, too, in fact, approach the area, the remnants of Nicole, and another system that's bringing blizzard conditions to parts of the northern plains today. They converge over our area, bringing us rain showers on Friday. Some heavy rain is likely at times as rain comes to an end very early Saturday morning. We'll have breezy to windy conditions throughout the weekend and Highs only in the 40s on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, uh, around the region, this very early Thursday morning, 48 degrees we have as the temperature in College Park this morning. It's 40 in Fairfax, 48 on the National Mall. We are looking at 48 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour Thursday morning. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. Getting around Tyson's is now a little easier this morning thanks to a new bridge over the Beltway that recently opened. This new bike and pedestrian bridge is now open here in Tyson's, linking the Tyson's Corner Center Mall with residential areas east of the Beltway. Fairfax County Board Chair Jeff McKay. This is a connection in two parts of Tyson's that need to be working together for the economic success of Fairfax County. This is an investment in the environment. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly. We're making sure people are safe and can walk and bicycle to a huge commercial center like Tyson's. It's not a trivial thing. It's very important. John Aaron, WTOP News. WTOP at 111. Good morning.
PAI Medical Virginia can grow your hair back with the latest technology for hair transplants and treatments. The technology doctors have used for years to restore damaged cells can now help slow or stop your hair loss and restore your thinning hair. PAI Medical Virginia's PRP Hair Restoration Treatments take only 45 minutes with no downtime. Right now, when you receive PRP treatments, you'll receive $500 off when you call 703-763-0118. Results from PAI Medical Virginia PRP treatments are amazing because they have technology and solutions no one else has. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com. Call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. Call 703-763-0118 to find out if PRP or their hair transplant technology can grow your hair back. This is WTOP News. WTOP at one twelve Thursday morning. Glad you're with us. Welcome in. It's the big red wave that actually wasn't. Election 2022 continues on WTOP this morning. Republicans and even many Democrats had predicted... We would be talking about a huge GOP sweep in the midterms, but it's looking like the Republicans may only pick up a handful of House seats at best when all is said and done. So what actually happened here? Political co-founder Jonathan Harris with reaction from Republicans this week. It was a big surprise as judged by their own rhetoric and predictions. They were talking about the possibilities, as you say, not just a wave, but a tsunami. And I think a lot of journalists, as we looked at the sort of larger factors playing out in the election with the late polls, we thought that's at least possible that we we clearly thought we'd have a result, a clear result by this time the day after the election. But we don't. We still don't know who's going to have control of the Senate. And, and it's not yet official what's happening in the House. Senate's minority leader Mitch McConnell complained about quality candidates in his party, particularly on the Senate side. Uh, Was he vindicated in that particular comment, given uh, how things are turning out on the Senate side? Uh, Sure, I think he was, at least in part. Take Georgia, for instance. We see the Republican governor there, by the way, somebody who's clashed with Donald Trump, that's Brian Kemp. He won easily. Herschel Walker is in a tight race and is heading to runoff since neither of them got over 50 percent in his Senate race against Democratic incumbent uh, Raphael Warnock. So, yes, that's what he's talking about. When we run mainstream establishment, more conventional conservatives, we win. When we run with uh, people who are uh, more exotic or more controversial in one way or the other, they find a much tougher road. John, there's been a lot of talk that these election results in part are the result of former President Trump's waning popularity with some Republicans and the rise of someone like Ron DeSantis, who killed it in Florida. How do you see it? He crushed it. You know, I think there's something to that. I wouldn't exactly call DeSantis a traditional establishment Republican. He's somebody himself who's uh, very prone to uh, controversial statements, and he's positioning himself as the natural sort of heir to this populist movement in the Republican Party. But he did way, way better than um, uh, most other candidates. And President Trump has to look at his record. The candidates he backed, a bunch of them didn't win. Dr. Oz, uh, a good example of that. And people who kept their distance in the Republican party for him in many cases did far better so there's no question it's a really bad omen for president trump if he thinks he can put together the same coalition that he did in in 2016 and 2020 election 2022 continues on wtlp this week that was political co-founder jonathan harris on skype talking with hillary and sean you are listening to 103.5 fm at wtlp.com 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hello, to Mr. Rob Woodfork this morning. The Capitals have lost four of their last five after suffering a 4-1 home loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins in a physical game typical of the rivalry, says Coach Peter Laviolette. It was tight both ways. It was, I think, any time you play Pittsburgh, it's kind of a game that's just dragged through the mud a little bit mm-hmm. there's not a lot of room it's not pretty it's not flashy and so we had looks we had opportunities uh, finally got one in the third but probably too little too late off the stick of marcus johansson his fourth of the season darcy kemper had 24 saves but gave up three goals in the second period local college basketball howard gets its first win of the season 87 74 over udc american lost their season opener at marist in a tightly contested game and james madison routed Hampton 106-58 to improve to 2-0. The Washington Commanders returned to their preparations for the big Monday night showdown in Philadelphia. Literally no one outside of the Burgundy Gold locker room thinks they can hand the Eagles their first loss of the season, but Kendall Fuller is part of that locker room. I mean, I think we just trust in, in the guys that we have. Uh, we trust in the talent that we have. We trust in what we're doing, and ultimately you go into every game thinking that you can dominate and that you can win, and you just got to go you just have to go out there and show it on, on Monday. We laid out the blueprint for Washington to pull off the upset victory in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 117 Thursday morning on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following, President Joe Biden says the election results Tuesday show most Americans support his agenda. The House may stay in Democratic control and... He intends to run again, he says, in 2024. Some local races remain up in arms this morning, including a congressional contest in Maryland. We recently learned that Calvin Ball will serve another term as Howard County Executive, and the projected D.C. at-large council winners are Kenyon McDuffie and Anita Bonds. In other news, after pounding the Bahamas as a tropical storm, Nicole, now a hurricane this morning. Heading for Florida's Atlantic coast could make landfall soon in the next few hours, we're told. Our region is in because of this for rain and wind on Friday, tomorrow. Stay with your weather alert station, WTLP, for the very latest. We'll have more on these developing stories in just minutes. Thursday morning, November 10th, where the time now is 118. Traffic and weather on the 8s and winded breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning. Dean working southbound 95. You head south of Dale City toward the car rest area. The work zone blocks the left lane. It's where you get by without delay. Beyond that, nothing else in your way as far south as Fredericksburg. Northbound side of 95. Between Fredericksburg and the Beltway Springfield, there is nothing in your way. You're moving well so far. The express lane's already open to northbound travelers. 395 north. The work zone up near the 14th Street Bridge. Down to a single right lane getting by. Just a brief but abrupt slowdown. Uh, the express lanes are also open on 395. That works well as an alternate. George Washington Parkway so far so good. Running between the Beltway and McLean and Old Town Alexandria. Even a stretch south of the Beltway headed toward Mount Vernon. In good shape early as well. In the district, uh, for now, no major issues to report along I-295 or DC-295. Uh, both Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street free and clear. Uh, no early issues along New York Avenue between Northeast and Northwest. You're in good shape so far. Over in Maryland, uh, I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in good shape. Uh, last check, they're still working out on the Bay Bridge. Westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. And as of late, no reported delay in either direction. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. 
A quiet and mild weather day today as clouds increase with highs around 70. Tomorrow, the remnants of Nicole and another storm system converge over the area, bringing us a rainy Friday. In fact, one to three inches of rain with some pockets of moderate to heavy rain looking likely at times throughout the day. Winds pick up later Friday with highs around 70 on Saturday. Temperatures in the 60s still blustery out there. Sunday, the coldest air of the season trickles in with temperatures mainly in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now we are looking at 51 degrees in Annapolis, 41 in Bowie, 37 in Leesburg, 1 a.m. hour Thursday morning, November 10th. We're at 48 and holding in our nation's capital. This is WTOP News. For the time now is 1.20. Good morning. Welcome in. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big Many Americans are getting ready for holiday get-togethers. Many people are seeing higher prices at the grocery store these days for that holiday feast, including that turkey. CBS correspondent Jenna Shemlin visited an Indiana turkey farm recently where she found inflation isn't the only reason for those higher prices. The average price of a whole frozen bird is $2.45 a pound, 70 cents higher per pound than in 2021. A combination of inflation and bird flu, which wiped out more than 7 million turkeys nationwide. How big of a hit has it taken? Well, turkey production's down about 5% this year over the total year. Ashley's Veterans Day Sale 2022 is going on now. Save 22% off store-wide on Ashley's newest styles and fashions. It's a salute to savings with the best prices on Ashley. Or get 60 months no interest financing. Queen beds from $2.99. Reclining sofas only $6.99. Five-piece dining sets $12.99. Find the greatest values and selection at Ashley's Veterans Day Sale 2022. So much in stock with fast delivery. Save 22% off or 60 months no interest financing at Ashley in Falls Church, Fairfax, Gaithersburg, Waldorf, Capitol Heights, and Alexandria. This is WTOP News. WTOP Thursday morning at 121. Glad you're with us. Election 2022 continues on WTOP this week. There's something for both Democrats and Republicans to celebrate in those two high-profile Virginia congressional races. In the 7th District, Democrat Abigail Spanberger was able to withstand a strong challenge from Republican Yesley Vega. But the seat in the 2nd District is flipping from blue to red as Democratic incumbent Elaine Loria falls to Jen Kickens. This morning, Stephen Farnsworth. A political science professor and director of the Center for Leadership and Media Studies at the University of Mary Washington with his reaction to what happened in Virginia this Tuesday. I think that in many ways, Virginia's election this cycle wasn't really much of a surprise. The districts, the new district lines favored the Democrats in the 7th and the 10th in Northern Virginia. And then the Republicans had the advantage in the lines that were drawn relating to the 2nd District in Hampton Roads. In many ways, both sides got their activists out. Uh, And so we had pretty high turnout compared to many midterm elections in American history, in part, I think, because we had some competitive races, and we don't always have that here in Virginia. Virginia is a bellwether. You certainly expected it to be one. How did that manifest? Well, in many ways, the split decision that we saw here in Virginia was reflected nationally in districts not unlike the 7th district here in Virginia, districts that are largely suburban in terms of their electorate, you see a a continuing struggle with Republicans and Democrats for those contentious areas of American politics. The Democrats tend to win the urban areas and the Republicans the rural areas. And so the real action is in places like the 7th, those suburban districts that could, depending on the issue mix and the quality of the candidates, go one way or the other. And so 
we were looking at Virginia thinking in the Eastern time zone, this wasn't going to be a wave election. And sure enough, it didn't turn out to be that big red wave that Republicans had hoped for. And why do you think that happened, taking it uh, broadly all through the country? Well, I think two things are really part of the conversation here. I think one of the factors, of course, is the Democrats had the opportunity to change the subject away from the economy. The economy was really, really powerful for Republicans. Polls show over and over again that a lot of people were worried about economic anxiety. They were worried about the future, the price of gasoline. But the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade and in the Seventh District, I think the misstep by candidate Vega on the abortion question, created an opportunity for Spamberger to change the subject. And that really, really helped her. The issues of conservative Republicanism are sometimes a tough sell in suburban districts. And that was the case in Virginia Senate. Election 2022 continues this week on WTOP. That was Stephen Farnsworth, a political science professor and director of the Center for Leadership and Media Studies at the University of Mary Washington on the conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Your home, your success. That's something I see on Jennifer Young's newsletters. This is Dave Johnson. Jennifer Young and her team with their marketing will help you get the most out of your home when it's time to sell. Give Jennifer a call at 877-611-SELL or go online to JenniferYoungHomes.com. Tell me what home sell on time. Jennifer Young Homes. What a home sell for more money. Jennifer Young Homes. Go to JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Thursday morning, November 10th. Welcome to WTOP, 103.5 FM, WTOP.com. And, of course, you can catch us on the WTOP app. Where the time now is 125 in the morning. Money news, of course, we bring you at 25 and 55 on WTOP, a preview of your business day this Thursday. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Ever wonder why iPhones and iPads are so expensive? A proposed class action suit accuses Apple and Amazon of scheming to drive up prices by wiping out hundreds of third-party sellers who often offered steep discounts. Keurig Dr. Pepper is expanding its presence in non-alcoholic beer and cocktails. It's investing $50 million in athletic brewing, making it one of the company's biggest shareholders. KFC blames an error in a semi-automated process for sending a crystal knock menu promotion to users of its app in Germany. Kristallnacht is considered the beginning of the Holocaust. It saw Nazis destroy homes and businesses owned by German Jews. An L.A. mansion once owned by Mary Tyler Moore has sold for more than $14.5 million. The Wall Street Journal reports the six-bedroom, 6,800-square-foot home was bought by a commercial real estate investor. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath & Tile. Let me ask you a question. Would you repair your car if you could get a new one for about the same price? Of course not. You'd get a new one. So does it make any sense to cover over your old porcelain bathtub and ceramic tile walls with plastic when Metropolitan can install a brand new porcelain on steel bathtub with new ceramic tile walls for around the same price? And the whole job can be completed in just two to three days with no muss, no fuss, and no mess. So show us the price you get from that plastic cover-over guy, and we'll install a brand-new porcelain-over-steel bathtub with new ceramic.